Hello, welcome to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Mill Ivory. If you're looking for a non-judgmental, open and honest conversation about any and all things that are usually discussed behind closed doors, you're in the right place. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Mill Ivory. And March is is a special month for women. We kind of just get recognized a lot. So I want to focus a lot of my topics on women. So today I'm talking about women entrepreneurship, but in particular, being a black woman entrepreneur. Um, not that I'm prejudiced or anything, but us as black women, we have different struggles. We go through different things that maybe some of our colleagues, you know, won't experience. So before I get into the conversation, I'm going to give you a few facts. The number of businesses owned by women of color has increased by 58% between 2007 and 2018. Black women are the largest female minority group of business owners. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> so before we get into the conversation, I'm going to allow my guest to introduce herself. Hello, I am Kyla S. I am the CEO of the Handcrafted Accessory Boutique, Bondugo Buddies. Um, that's B-O-N-D-O-O-G-L-E, Buddies, B-U-D-D-Y-S. Um, I'm also um, owner of the Boss Chat, where we do encourage women um, entrepreneurs and business owners to have an open place and space to just um, vent, have uh, discussions about business tools, um, ways to gain insight and sales, et cetera. Um, So I'm definitely um, all for women entrepreneurs, especially women of color, um, given um, what my fellow host has stated already. Uh, We have seen a great increase uh, within the last few years. So um, I'm definitely one of those Black women that joined um, the entrepreneurship world. Oh, thank you, Kyla. I'm so excited because, first of all, as you mentioned, you you are the moderator of the Boss Chat Group. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, usually how we always just encourage each other. And instead of referring to each other as Mrs. or, you know, Miss, we always say Boss. And that's just kind of like a positive affirmation that we do for each other in that group. And I absolutely love it. And I'm going to tell you right here on this platform in front of everyone that I truly appreciate you. I appreciate the knowledge. I appreciate the encouragement. And it's just so awesome because like I'm so big on women empowerment so that we are there to empower and support, encourage and offer advice to each other. So thank you for creating that platform as well. Oh, of course. Um, I definitely thank you for being a part of the platform. Um, It's something that I just one day thought, like, I see other groups of entrepreneurs and women um, supporting each other in different aspects, but I didn't see a space created just for us, um, so to speak, um, in a way where we were more so encouraging than in competition. Also, somewhere where we can learn. So I figured, why not start it up myself and see how it goes? Um, and I definitely appreciate you and all the other bosses in the chat um, being a part of it. It's definitely a growing and learning process. Shout that out I think to we are, our bosses. Oh, shout out to our bosses. <laughs> um, I, th- I definitely think it's a great platform where we're all learning to grow. We're, we're really hitting on some gems that I find often in our community. People are charging 
hundreds of dollars for when really it's free knowledge. And I feel like why not give it away free if you, you know, gain the knowledge free yourself? It's no harm. Um, there's room and space for every business to succeed. So I wholeheartedly believe in every boss, including you, uh, Boss Mills. So I definitely encourage and love the fact that you are um, a part of the platform. Thank you for that. I was just, it's so crazy because it really was in my mind. I was like, you know what? I started the month off talking about empowerment and I was going to just do it towards black women and <laughs> explain <laughs> this in my podcast, but I have other friends that are entrepreneurs. And for me, it's more important to help empower and encourage everyone. Now, I don't tell people this often, but I do have a very strict thing about supporting small businesses and supporting black business. And my order of things is I'm going to find a black owned small business first. Absolutely. I agree. I think finding um, a black owned business to try to get what you're looking for um, is a great way to go considering how money circulates period. The whole idea of how, um, spending money within your own community recycles itself so I definitely agree it's your money you should spend it how you see fit um if I am unable I will say though myself personally if I'm unable to find a black business that quite fits what I'm looking for the next um, I will small business right exactly that's 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 exactly where I was headed (laughs) so that's my next thing is empowering a small business because as small businesses and entrepreneurship we see a lot of different things that a lot of the larger we we face a lot of different things that the larger people don't face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One thing is cost. And I, I was just recently telling my friend about, I found a black smoothie place, a black owned smoothie business here um, where I stay. And I was so excited. And she was like, I was like, check them out. And she was like, girl, I went in there and my smoothie was like 10 99 I paid $5.60 at Smoothie King. I said, yeah, but Smoothie King is a large corporation for one. And so therefore their cost is going to be cheaper. I'm telling you this from a business standpoint. For me, sometimes you do have to give a little more because their cost is more, you know, and it is what it is. If you're going to support, you're going to support. As we know in businesses, the largest thing is word of mouth. Absolutely. That is a great tool to encourage and increase your business flow. Uh, Word of mouth can and sometimes has been proven to make or break a business. No, absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I tell people even like, and we're going to get into this later about ways of support, but that's one of the biggest ways you can support. Like if you cannot use my service or you feel like, you know, what I'm making or what I have is not for you, then you, of course, is going to be like, you can tell somebody, share it, tell somebody like that's one of the biggest things, ways to support small businesses that we don't even think about, you know, it didn't cost you nothing to do that. Absolutely. Um, That's something I encourage in the boss chat as well. Um, With each of you, um, each of the bosses in the chat, I do have like um, your category. So um, for those listening and we did, I did release like a document where I just got all the bosses feedback. And one of the questions was um, what industry are they in? Is it product or service-based? And then if they wanted to give me more detail, they were welcome to. I did that not only to, of course, better know the bosses in the chat, but because 
when I am scrolling on social media or I'm reading other people posts and they're like, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. I will go and tag the bosses because we each follow each other on social medias. I will tag them in that post. That's just, it's completely free for me Absolutely. to do that. Absolutely. Um, but that, that doesn't mean that they won't make a sale. That doesn't mean they will, but they now have a connection with a customer who's looking for something specifically in their industry. And I think um, that, that that's just, a, like you said, something free that doesn't harm um, the next boss or the next business to do. And the so, exposure, um, the exposure. Oh yeah. Like absolutely. Even if, if, even if you don't get one more, one sale in that particular instance, it's still going to give your business exposure, which means someone is going to engage with your page. And we know how engagements work, right? <laughs> so absolutely. Because they're going to be curious. Now they're going to go and they're going to look and nine times out of 10, they're going to follow which means that's awesome as well, because eventually they're going to see something that they like or are they going to be more curious and, you know, they'll inquire about some things. But give an example of what you do in your business and what do you typically tell people when they ask you what you do? I've had many inquiries. First and foremost, I, I, I thank every single potential client or not, just even if they're just curious for their inquiry. Um, I usually say hello or good morning. Um, thank you for your inquiry. I'll be delighted to assist and then proceed to answer whichever question they may have had. Um, oftentimes um, it's related to the accessories I do sell. Um, so one question for instance was, um, do I have clip-on earrings? Which is something we're looking to roll out within the next couple of weeks. So it was actually uh, quite funny that they had asked that. So um, I introduced, I said, hello, good morning. Um, I thank them for their inquiry. And then I proceeded to let her know that at the current moment, I do not have any in stock. However, we are looking to release them uh, within the next coming weeks. And I then also followed up by encouraging her to go to our website. Go to the website. And <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And sign up for our emails. And that way she can Get stay in the loop. Of what, absolutely. When it does come in stock, she will be first notified. Um, so in that instance, I did three things. I let her know who I was as a, a business owner, that I'm friendly, I'm open, um, and I'm prompt. Not only did I do that, the next thing I did was actually show her that I care about her question. Um, I took it seriously. I answered it honestly and openly. And then thirdly, I brought, I potentially could bring her back as a customer, meaning she now has our email sign up. So she'll receive all emails in addition to the thing she's looking for, which is the, the notification of when the clip-on earrings are available. So um, if you follow sort of that mindset, you are locking in on a customer that, yes, they may not buy from you today, but literally next month, they may spend $100 plus with you um, just because you, you already let them know kind of how you do business customer and what service. to expect. Customer Absolutely. service says and I'm a big, lot. Big, big, big. Oh my God. Service. I'm so big on customer service because I feel like even if you didn't make a purchase again, back to that again, what I think is very important for entrepreneurs to understand, even if you didn't make a purchase, if I give you awesome customer service, you'll consider me in the future. Absolutely. You would completely definitely agree. consider me. And so even me, I don't care how bad and how good I am about supporting small businesses. When I tell you if your customer services stink, scratch me. I'm good, love. 
enjoy like absolutely <laughs> i i even with big businesses like i have not returned to a few big businesses because of customer service oh my um, god i have this thing about being greeted like it's like a pet peeve right i don't care where i'm at if i step up to a cash register i want you to s- greet me recognize me i think it's just respect you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Even even in the convenience store, like, hello, how are you? You know, acknowledge me. I I have to be acknowledged. I have walked out of stores because I walk in the store. If you don't see me and you're busy, like in the convenience store, especially. Oh, my God. They're not just a number. It, right. It serves so many purposes. But that's like just my little pet peeve. Even though some of my shows are <laughs> really, really like explicit. The whole goal <laughs> The whole goal is to give information, right? And Absolutely. so I always try to be informative about whatever the topic is. So I think this is good for other entrepreneurs to share with people because people may be thinking about becoming entrepreneurs. So in the beginning of your journey, what motivated you to become an entrepreneur? Honestly, uh, what motivated me the most had to be my significant other. Um, so our business name is Bondugo Buddies. That derives from the technique that I use to make the accessories, which is called Bundago or Gimp, things of that nature. Um, so that derived from a childhood joy, just going to the park, uh, being part of summer camp, learning um, the skill to make just little keychains, cute little things. Um, and then in my adult years, I found that I was cra- resorting back to that and crafting um, as a way to relax. So um, then I found myself with 300 plus things that I had crafted. <laughs> oh my God, um, and, and the struggle really came, is so the real. The struggle was the real, um, <sighs> it, it had got intense. And he really came to me one day and was like, you know, you really enjoy that. You should, you know, maybe look into starting it up as a business. So, you know, you're just like, ah, okay, whatever, whatever. Uh, but then I really started thinking about it. Like, I really do enjoy what I do. So um, for me, it wasn't the money. I really just wanted to share this skill, this craft that I have now of just taking something from childhood and making it actual luxury. Right. So um, <laughs> I definitely got awesome. encouraged by that. I it's was so like, awesome. I, I have to, I have to just share this. Like I want everybody to see like what I'm doing. It started off with just something simple. I think I started off on Facebook and Instagram, uh, just one little page where I was just showcasing things. I wasn't even selling it. Um, and then one day, um, I had a fellow family member ask, like, how much would you charge me for this? And um, it pretty much kicked off from there. And then I developed my craft more. I started doing earrings and anklets and bracelets and you name it, right. all accessories right. I, I just started right. doing. And everyone loved it. It was really unique. They're like, this is so nostalgic. It reminds me of my childhood. I've never seen someone take it to this level. So um I'm definitely excited like how much I you know so oh my god um, then I started looking into the accessory industry so (laughs) that's pretty much how I got started and and I just base prices based off um the industry I'm in and I try not to you know be overbearing with that um considering costs as you mentioned earlier right as a business owner it's very important that you price within your market Um, Oh, absolutely. Regardless of what you do, you still need to price within your market. You can't be cleaning houses and your competitor is charging $50 for a room and you're charging a hundred. No, we're not going to do that. Um, (laughs) Same thing, just like, like tumblers though, like uh, same similar story, not same story, but um, 
I started my business is technically doing crafts because I needed um, a way to release stress. Being really, truly honest and transparent, me and one of my good friends, she was like, girl, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. We're not going to pay nobody to do that. What's wrong with you? So, <laughs> so she loved to bake and she loved to cook. And so to this day, she has a business called Todd's Treats. Shout out to my girl, Todd. And so <laughs> we encouraged each other, right? So it would get to the point that people, when they came to the baby shower, we would, we would team up and teamwork and make the backdrops and just set the whole scene, right? right. And um. People would ask, oh, who did that? Who did that? Oh, we did it. We did it. We did it. So yeah. I've been be fooling with these people. I don't have time for this. I have a full-time job. I enjoy doing this. And then it started with me doing little stuff at my house. Like, of course, I make my own, you know, I'll make custom decorations and I'll start doing like blinging out shoes for my grandkids, making shirts and stuff for my, just little stuff like, you know, stuff like that. And so I relocated from one town to another. And I was like, mm. I was no, like, I need, I, I was like, I need some more money because what happened was I still had my mortgage in the old place. Right. And then I'm renting in a new place. So it's like, oh my God, I'm not used to this. Like uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul type situation, you know, and this is, and I'm sharing this because a lot of people go through these struggles, you know? And so, oh, and in this time I've been crafting a few years and I have been doing a lot of stuff for people for free. Right. Right. Now this same friend was, she was like, I'm going to tell you the same thing you told me. Stop turning down money. Stop doing shit for free. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> a lot of people charge for those services that you're giving away for free. Girl, get your coin. <laughs> so that's how my business started and so when I decide to incorporate and become a business entity I'm like oh my god oh my god even trying to think of the name so I was going to ask you about how you ended up naming your business but you already you know explained that so for me with naming my business it was like okay so a lot of people don't really know this I was trying to do something the name of my business is a to z creations now mm -hmm. Is I spell creations with a K because my grandson name is Jacob with a K, right? Oh, that's so adorable right there. <laughs> my granddaughter, her name is Aislin. Now, she was born first and we call her AZ. So the first part of my business is her nickname, AZ, right? Oh, but I just made it wow. A to Z. And then the second part of my business is my grandson's representative of him, because if it wasn't for them, I would have never gotten to that point. Right. <laughs> when I found that out, that's really sweet and neat. Yeah. That and is I, a very neat way. To and come I up tell with that thing. story on my website. And it's just like a lot of people don't realize it. But once I decided to, and I was like, what happened if I go to apply for my entity and his name is taken? Like, I'm going to be heartbroken because it's really personal right. to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's like your baby. Right. So have any of your entrepreneur entrepreneur motivations changed since you first started to now? Um, I've definitely had a change. Um, I'm pregnant with my first child, so yeah, I'm be congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. On team um, mommy girl. I'm a whole grandma out here in these streets. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, so I definitely found a different motivation to 
go even harder for my business and making sure that we make our own lane in the accessory world. And I see that happening um, actually now because um, not only because of how I craft and what I craft, um, but because I do try to take my business as serious as possible. Um, I treat it as, as if we're already a five fortune company um, and it's just myself. So um, I'm doing the marketing, I'm doing social media, I'm doing branding, I'm doing it all. Um, but I definitely have found more motivations to take it more seriously and just handle issues up front, making sure things are shipping out when it needs to be. Um, and basically just making sure every logistic of the, of my business um, is in order. Right. So I definitely say the baby was a, a huge motivating factor that's newer. Um, and then with the given pandemic, um, I was working in the medical field um, as a medical assistant, but you know, pregnancy, medical field, it doesn't really mix um, during a pandemic. Um, So really, I'm dependent upon my business to bring in income on my side. So um, that definitely was a huge motivator to make sure that um, I do make sales and I do get my name out there and we are getting in front of the correct audiences to flourish. Um, Not only that, but just having other bosses around that are just as serious and wanting to encourage themselves and their businesses and see them you know make their accomplishments that's encouraging in itself so that's what I um, love those, about you. those are the three main things that's <laughs> one of the things that I love about you is like you share that same enthusiasm that I do to see other people succeed like oh, yeah, people meeting goals and stuff and I guess the difference with us and the bosses is we share that with each other we, you know what I'm saying? And we don't only share accomplishments, but we share, you know, <laughs> the not so nice things either. Oh, absolutely. We discuss all issues, um, accomplishments. You may have had a customer service issue. You may have had a shipping issue and, you know, you just need to vent really quick. And then we do try to, you know, help you correctively with that. So um, instead of just saying, yeah, girl, that customer may have been X, Y, Z. Um, it's more so like, you know what? Um boss blah 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 this is how I would handle that because you will run into those issues so next time you know take it first of all take it as a learning thing never take it personal it's business now let's see how we can avoid and or fix that problem if it ever arises again some things can avoid it especially in services we already know listen not not (laughs) if it arises again let's let's plan to handle it better the next time (laughs) this is what we recommend this is what we recommend you do um you know, let us know how you feel. And then that's usually how it goes within the boss chat. And I love that because that lets me know that you're comfortable enough to open up a side of your business that most of us don't like to talk about. No one wants to talk about the negative, you know. And people but understand it, it and we don't judge. And so exactly. you get, we do not judge. You get clean, honest feedback on that. Absolutely. Which, which brings me to, I guess, one of the next questions I wanted to ask you is now, as far as being an entrepreneur, I want you to go a little deeper, not just being an entrepreneur, but being a woman, number one, and then being a black woman entrepreneur. Do you feel like there's anything that you experienced along your journey that you wouldn't have experienced had you not been one, a woman into a black woman? Um, definitely. So with being a woman, so let's start there um, and, and being an entrepreneur, um, I do think we are taken less serious at the very beginning. Um, you really have to show and prove like 
no, I'm serious. I know what I'm talking about. Um, and this is my business. Um, I have experienced some, some conversations where, um, like people over talking or someone saying, no, you know, really I've been in business 20 plus years. So this is really how it goes. And you're like, yes, you have, but what you are at a disadvantage with is age. You're 50 plus I'm, I'm 20. Well, I just made 26, but at the time, um, starting out, I was 21. So like, I, I can sort of relate to the industry that's buying more now than you probably can. And it's not to take away from your experience. It's just to say, hey, this is an alternative way. Oh, um, it's definitely as as, about being aware of the different demographics. Because Oh, absolutely. Especially even with your products. Because I, I'm not sure if we discussed this before, but my daughter is 26. So me being in tune with the younger generation, like... <laughs> It's very important to me. Like when I tell you a lot of people judge about this, but when I, you know, make and sell my custom rolling sets and I never smoke a, a blunt or nothing a day of my life. But when I tell you, I'm going to sell the hell out those rolling trays. As you should. <laughs> Gotta know your market. <laughs> right. Custom, customize those um, grinders or whatever they want. Like, hey, I always run stuff by my daughter. You think it's going to be a good idea, girl? You think this lit? You know, different things like that. Absolutely. So you have to be in tune. And then when it comes to people my age, because I'm in my 40s and I am a fabulous 40 and I'm like, definitely not a shame but um people I know what to expect with my demographic you know what I'm saying and so if I need older advice I have people that I can go to for that it's important that especially if you're in a business like what you and I do customization that you're customizing things to your client specific purpose because that's the whole purpose of getting something personally made absolutely it's all about catering to that specific group and or clients um I definitely agree I do have a good balance between younger and older crowd um as far as people who are advising or I find um, my direction from so I I agree you do need to have those two but you also need to be in tune with your the current market it changes over time the things that we were doing as teenagers the teenagers now are are on a completely different wave absolutely so um you do have to stay up on um the current trends the current fads things of that nature and so as far as being oh i'm sorry okay go ahead no i think you're gonna say exactly because you know i got to keep because you these conversations be so interesting you can go on and on so as the host i have to keep us on point so i was gonna say (laughs) as far as being a black woman entrepreneur what experience did you want to share with everyone today that you feel like you wouldn't have experienced had you not been a black woman i think um the sort of level of competition and or shade that you do receive from other fellow black women um coming up in the in the entrepreneurial world um I don't think that is there for women who are not of color women who are not black women and things of that nature um I've witnessed I've witnessed that literally they will encourage each other they can sell the exact same thing and they will have no issue just call no, each you other let me, oh my god yeah let definitely. me walk you through it let, let me, me walk you. you through it I've been shaded before um <laughs> one lady that I was reaching out to do business with she is known um she does a lot of business with celebrities as far as get, grab bags and things of that nature and um I literally was just simply asking for her prices I just needed to know so I can gauge my budget as you should 
before you just dive into um, an opportunity. Right. What I find with other women in business that are not of color, um, they, they have no issue. Oh, oh, of course, here's my list. This is what I charge. Um, hit me up whenever you're ready, blah, blah, blah. Well, she has this rule or this thing about her where she's like, don't hit me up unless you're ready to spend the money. And it's like, well, that was a little off-putting for me. One, because I'm not a very hard or headstrong type of person. Like, I'm not going to be extremely blunt and mean in a way. Um, I know th- I know how to be tactful in a way. So well, um, I, I can I, be tactful think, too, but I'm sure one thing you know about me is I'm going to say what's on my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I encourage. I definitely encourage that. I but just, that, so with many her, black I felt like there's a way to say that. it. I yeah. am so so glad that you brought that up because I just talked about that kind of in my the power and empowerment you know we as black women we experience different things now I'm not saying that there aren't some people that's not of color that don't experience but 80% of it is a, is people of color <laughs> 80% like even like I'm all about people getting a bag and stuff but I see a lot of things also people get free information from other people that's trying to empower them turn around and sell and charge it. for it exactly i do not like that that's one game that i don't like to play or even if i paid for the information i decided to do that but if i find that within i can use the boss chat as a great example i've paid for some information that i give for free in the boss chat i chose to pay for that for my own knowledge i saw value in that at one point I see no reason for me to turn around and sell it to my fellow entrepreneurs when one of us have already paid the price when this when this is information we all should know so like I don't like (laughs) I don't feel like I need to charge you for something that I've already paid for and And you paid like 50 bucks for it now I'm all about you advancing and doing what you need to do but you pay like 50 bucks for something then you want to sell it to for 25 30 bucks to everybody else girl yeah it's what like are you doing what's wrong what with paying do- it for it now some things to be honest like svgs and things like that now people that actually take their time and design the svgs or design the t-shirts but it, it oh my god i see so much that's actually turned me off from even doing t-shirts if i'm not doing a bridal box an engagement box something for a bridal party I'm not even really into the t-shirts like that no more because I see people flipping, flipping designs, taking designs, stealing designs, might change the color and advertise it on their page. I'd be like, really? I'm really yeah, big about a lot of that. <laughs> giving credit where credit is due. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to give credit. That doesn't mean your customers are going to fly to this person that you said you got the inspiration from. It's that definitely enough money know. out there for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> that just lets you know they will shop with you and they may shop with them as well. They may love this certain t-shirt you made and they may love this other t-shirt that the other person made. That doesn't mean that they don't have enough money to shop in multiple places. We've proven that in the Black community that we do have the money to shop several places at one time if we ple- if we so choose. So... Um, I definitely think there's a lot of that, like a little bit of competition thing going on um, that maybe you don't experience outside of um, being of color and being an entrepreneur. Not to say, as you said, that they don't ever. I'm sure there's many competitions in every industry of every color and creed, but um, there is a heightened. 
Yeah, competition keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Competition keep you on your toes. I just told, I just said this because, like, I'm not going to give away the the secret of the business, but everybody making rolling tra- trays originally started by you buying the rolling trays. Now, you know, a lot of people, including myself, we making them from scratch. It's like okay. So you you want to do what I can do. Not only am I making rolling trays custom, you can get a custom ashtray. You can get a custom grinder. You can get a custom lighter. Come on, step your game up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that makes that that encourages the next person. Like just like I stated earlier um, in the accessory world. Yeah, you may see, you know, different size hoops, but they're not coming as hard as me. Can you get rainbow hoops? Can you get glitter hoops? Can you get glow in the dark hoops? Can you get glow in the dark anklets? Can you get a custom anklet with a skate charm? Like I, you, you know, step your game up. Right. Yes, like try when I do imitate. mine, I add pictures and I add yeah. your name. Like, yeah, let's, that's the whole purpose of getting the part. Let's make it real personal, but what you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think if we all, instead of stepping on each other's toes in a way, um, actually encourage each other. Like I see you with your trays, but I want up you with, with a tray with a, a face on it let's what, let me see what you got that could actually be good for your business because now yeah. it's going to make you tap into your creative self and go harder right um you because you want those customers too you want customers to know hey i might can't put your face on here but what i can do is x y and z i can i can do an ashtray for you i can do custom grinder you know with custom color you know so it makes you tap into what you are great at and what creative side is for you so I definitely think competition is healthy um it's just the the shade that comes with sometimes women of color um along with that that I think if we decrease that more and turned it into healthy competition and healthy encouragement we would flourish even more we would absolutely. take this industry by full storm. absolutely and I think some women are catching on which is why the women entrepreneurs is increasing oh absolutely (laughs) especially black women so that's a good thing I think more people are doing things like we're doing we're talking about it and we're putting out there so you know that helps so question so what do you disagree with when it comes down to like popular entrepreneur advice that people give all the time is there any advice that people give all the time that you disagree with um one thing that I do uh disagree with is probably everybody is meant to be a boss um I disagree with that not because I'm not not because I'm saying everyone is not meant to be a boss I disagree with that because not everyone wants to be a boss some people just want to be a part of something great um that was possibly made by someone else who wanted to be the boss but there is a lot of things that come with being the boss of a business there there's a lot of responsibility there's a lot of organizing money and all types of things um, that come with it. So um, I disagree with that when they say, you know, you, you need to be a boss. You need to be a boss. Well, maybe they didn't want to be a boss and they just wanted to be on the board of the bosses or something like that. Right. It's um, not for so everybody. Everybody's not, not willing. for everyone. And, and that's actually like one of the things that I actually agree with. My most popular entrepreneur advice that I disagree with is, everybody can do it. <laughs> now, 
<laughs> now, the reason why I don't agree that everybody can do it, but I feel like is a misconception and a mislead because why you're saying everybody can do it. You again have to have the mindset to do it. You have to be consistent. You have to be professional. You have to be willing to put in those long days and those long nights. It's going to be times where you're going to have to. Okay. For example, some of us like myself, I still work a full-time job. I work night shift. So even with my businesses, I'll give you an example about the podcast. Sometimes I get off work at seven o'clock in the morning, come home, take a shower, record at nine. You know, same thing with my other business, A to Z Creations. Sometimes I'm making tumblers in between shifts, <laughs> making yeah. trays in between shifts. And yeah. then I have to stay up to go, even though I do have a mailing system in place where I can buy my labels and print my labels at home, I still have to stay up to drop them off. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of people is just not willing to do the work. And uh, another thing is people have to be willing to take the bad with the good. Oh, yeah. It's not all pretty. It's not all glitz and glam. It's not it's not easy. Um, and I think that's a big misconception with, that comes with everyone can do it. It is not an easy thing. You're going to have your down days. You're still human. You're going to have days that are just off. Nothing is actually wrong. It's just an off day for you. Um, you're going to get tired. You're not going to want to craft. You're not going to want to create. You're not going to want to be creative. Um, but those are the times you show up, which is why I also love the boss chat, um, because we try to encourage each other. Um, I do try to check in as often um, with the bosses as I can, um, just to say, you know, hey, hey, how's business? I hope everyone's prospering i hope it's a, a awesome day i hope it's a money monday for you you know just to you never know who needs to hear that message just to encourage them uh, maybe that motivated you to get up like you know what let me finish mailing out these four orders let me finish this project that i've been working on for a week you know it that little bit could help right. um, or, so, or put you in the mind state of okay i'm a boss let me boss up and, and get over this little hump that I'm, I'm currently going through. Right. So that being said, <laughs> leads me to, I want you to tell me, one, I'm going to let you do this because we, we're almost coming to a close. But one thing I want okay. you to do is I want you to tell me, how would you like people to remember you and your company Absolutely. after after their experience? You know what I'm saying? After they experience yeah. with you, rather they made a sale or rather it turned into revenue for you, how would you like people to remember you? Um, I'm, that's a great question. Um, something that's on my website and that I also include in every single order is our, our saying, our motto, which is internal peace breeds external peace. Meaning um, if you are internally peaceful and spread that, as I say, I spread it through the handcrafted experience which is me making your actual accessory in a quiet, relaxing setting, um, and then shipping it off to you. Um, externally, you will be peaceful. And I would love for you to continue that and sort of pay that peace forward. So um, I definitely want to be remembered as a honest, peaceful, loving, and encouraging business. Um, we not only encourage women, we also encourage um, men in makeup and things of that nature. Um, so it's, it's all across the board as far as love, self-love and encouragement and peace. Um, just really being 
a business that was or is um, somewhere that everyone can turn to to find some type of relaxation, some type of peace in. Um, I want you to remember your experience with us um, as a business that you got this unique nostalgic piece that brought you back to a once joyous time in your life. Um, so I definitely want to be remembered in those aspects. Um, not just some, not just some company that sold you this high luxury thing and 10 years from now, you can't even remember where you put it. I want it to be 10 years from now, you find it and you instantly smile and say, this has brought me back to when I was a kid. Um, this has brought me back to when I was in my twenties and, you know, I was into all this cool psychedelic nostalgic stuff, you know? Um, so I definitely, it's all about peace and, you know, just being self-loved, um, and just spreading that. That's, that's definitely how I want my business, um, to be remembered and the boss chat, same thing. Um, (laughs) in addition to being, um, a place of encouragement more than anything. Um, I want, everyone who ever encounters both Bandula Buddies and the Boss Chat to know that they have a space that is safe to be themselves, um, to express yourself. Definitely. Right. Because as business owners, we definitely go through things that only other entrepreneurs <laughs> can truly <laughs> can understand. Can truly yeah. understand and relate to. So before I close, I do want you to share because you've actually shared a lot, lot with the bosses. If there is anything that you can um, relate to someone, whether they they're younger or older, that's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, what would you um, give them? Um, I would give them the jewel of be patient with yourself and your business. Nothing happens overnight. Um, definitely be patient with the process of creating, um, understanding things um, as far as business lingo. Um, just be patient with yourself. It will happen in due time as long as you show up, you stay determined, and you show out. So um, patience is a huge thing. I think we all should encourage each other, especially when starting out. Um, You may see these Instagram businesses blowing up overnight. You know, you hear about all those success stories, millionaires happening overnight. Um, That does not mean that is your path. That does not mean that was for you. Right. Your path could be a millionaire in a year, a millionaire in two months, you know, four months, et cetera. Right. Um, (laughs) be patient be patient with yourself and your business you will get there you will get there patience is key so I'm not sure if you figured it out by the title of the conversation but for me my advice my gem would be to a young person seeking to become an entrepreneur is if you only knew now let me elaborate on (laughs) let me elaborate on that (laughs) People that want to go into business do not understand is not as easy as the internet makes it to be. Sometimes you're going to have to make sacrifices and those sacrifices may be time, maybe money, maybe decisions that you have to make that you don't necessarily, you know, agree with or would normally do Um, the sacrifices you have to make. And I feel like People need to know, and that's why I named this podcast, If You Only Knew, because I wanted to prompt people to feel like you need to know 
what you're getting into before you get into it. So that statement means you need to do your research. You need to do your homework. You need to know what hard work consistency, you know, being determined, you're going to have to have determination, motivation, support, you're going to need all of these things to be successful. And so that's the gym that I would give somebody. And I just summed it up. And if you only knew, because I want people to say, what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way too, because if you only knew you would need those things, you really will. And then just to, to, to kind of bring it back to a full circle, Even a woman, being a woman entrepreneur, you have some women who husbands do not support them. And if you're my man, I need you to be supporting me. You my encouragement. You're the one I'm coming home and pillow talking with and crying at the end of the night too. Like (laughs) you're the one that I expect to back me financially when I don't have, I don't be paying no bills when I'm in a relationship, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Me either, but. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because I do believe that the Bible say the man is supposed to protect and provide. So that's just me. I don't pay no bills when I'm in a relationship, but (laughs) maybe I don't have my car note because I pay my own personal bills. Let's just be real. So maybe I had to invest in something for my product and and I'm I'm coming to you, babe. (laughs) I need you to pay my car note this month, you know? Right. So it's very important for people to be supportive. I mean, it may not be your bae. It may be your mama, your brother, your sister, you know, whoever, whatever. So what I want people to know in closing is being an entrepreneur can be a very exciting and liberating endeavor. Many (laughs) Many people have ideas for a business or a product, but only a few take the leap to open a business. Now, while being an entrepreneur is extremely difficult, it's not easy the way that people think it is. It definitely has benefits. Each oh, dem- yeah, oh yeah. Each demographic presents with a different difficulty or situation, whether you you're black or I, and you know, this is about women due to it being March and women history historic history month. I can't even speak. But mm-hmm. I will black men take so much. Oh, oh yes. Our kings have the pressure of the world on their shoulders. And it's very important as a woman, and I'm going to say this, as a woman, even as an entrepreneur, that you support your man. You support oh, your brother. You support your cousin. You support your son. You support your grandson. My son has, a, my grandson's business is learning with Jacob. He sell learning books, right? Oh, four years old. <laughs> And he want to work so bad. Gigi, I got to go to work. I work at, and he named the place where his mama work at. No, baby. <laughs> you work at learning with Jacob. And the reason why we do that, because I want you to get used to the idea of working for yourself. I'm, I'm trying That's... to go ahead and plant that seed in his head. And what I yeah. love is my daughter all with it. Like <laughs> she all with it, but um. I have a show on generational wealth coming up. I always drop Jews on shows that's coming. But when I speak about generational wealth and breaking generational curses and, you know, things like that, we're going to cover some of those things. So, okay, that that's wonderful. That's something that needs to be discussed as well. Right. And so I just want people to know, and I'm sure that Kyla agrees that I love owning my own business just because I fear that there is always something that I can do. I love being an entrepreneur. I'm able to be creative and put my ideas to me, put my ideas in sight is the best way to say it. It gives you opportunity to take a calculated risk on yourself and on your passion. 
make sure that you're doing something that you love. You're not yes. just doing it. You're just not doing it because you, you think it's cool to do because you won't make it that way. So a key takeaway from today, black women are leading the charge in entrepreneurship. They own more than 2 million businesses and women of color are 4.5 times more likely to start a business than any other groups. Learning from other successful business owners is one of the best ways to reach your full potential as an emerging entrepreneur. So don't be ashamed to ask for help, to reach out, to bounce your ideas off of someone that you trust. Education is the key thing. Knowing is growing. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to Closed Door Conversations podcast, a place where no topic is off limits, no filters will be applied, and no judgment will be allowed. Yes, this is the end of the show, but it's definitely not the end of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. To get even more involved and more exclusive content, join our Patreon community. The conversation continues. Till next time.